What is up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast, brother. Today is the 5th of the 11th month of the 2021st year of this time of life, of being in a time where we are playing games and things are happening and things aren't happening and things are happening, but things are happening. I can't. I can't. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I can't process what the hell you're saying, dude. I was going to cut that, but I'm going to leave it in because Jay's a fucking doofus. Never lets me host. Every time I'm hosting, he never lets me host. He's I, always like, I thought there was so a, what are we talking about? We're talking about this? Like, I thought there was a break in conversation and I could just express that. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm your host. Oh, God, there's a stink bug. bug around my oh, yeah. I saw him um, earlier playing games. I am your host, Jordan. I am here with my brother, Jaden. How are you doing, Jay? I'm your host or co-host with the most, uh, and I'm doing great. I've been more into games lately than I usually am, so I'm I'm been more enter- entertained lately. Okay, first question: Why are you talking like a robot? Okay, you know what? I'm just telling you about what because I actually came here with some hot, relatable content. Because I'm usually in here like I don't know, I'm, I haven't played a game in four days. But now I'm like, you know what? You know, I actually came correct. I'm playing games like a like a motherfucker. Well, that's good. We're gonna talk about it. So, uh, starting off to kind of intro this show, we are today talking about some holiday gift ideas because Black Friday's right around the corner. There's already deals going on, and some things are on sale. Uh, we're not talking specifics about price today, but we will be talking about just ideas that you can kind of run through for different people. Uh, we try to make it a little bit varied, so uh, it's kind of like. And obviously, these are gaming ideas. They're not like mm. iPads and stuff like that. It's just we're mainly talking about four gamers. And we can kind of mix things in as we go, too, as we kind of think of it. We have a list made of, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven items that we're going to be talking about. Um, and like I said, we'll mix in any that we think of. Mm. Sound, sound good? Yep. Okay, so I've been playing Riders Republic. Uh, still love it. I started playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, working on that Platinum still. What have you been playing lately? I've been playing, I'm, I'm, I'm about to start playing Riders of Public because you, you let me try it. And What did uh, you think of it? It was super fun. Uh, the controls are kind of hard to get past initially because it was kind of jarring to switch from the left stick controls your movement, right stick controls your camera thing. Mm-hmm. You know, how it just it transfers it to like a just tricks only type shit. Um but other than that, it's really fun, and I've been kind of, it's kind of a fun mechanic. It reminds me a lot of uh, Tony Hawk, which is kind of why I understand what, why you like it, because it's that kind of rewarding gameplay that Skate has um, in, like, Tony Hawk games. Yeah, it's, like, satisfying. It's, it's mm. mechanical. And also, if you play the online mode, they have, like, a competitive arena-type mode. Uh, where it's basically Tony Hawk. The whole goal, it's graffiti from Tony Hawk. You're basically doing a trick in this like trick arena park, whatever. And as you do tricks on items, it colors it your team's color. So it's mm-hmm. literally graffiti from Tony Hawk. So that's fucking awesome. And uh, it even has like trick races and stuff like that. It's I, I absolutely love it. But I can tell you now that like if those controls were a little jarring, I have it on expert difficulty which makes it harder to like land yeah. if you don't land right you'll get hurt or you'll fail or whatever and it is also set to trickster which is what makes the tricks on the stick so that's part of it that could also be a little jarring and i have uh manual landing on which is where when you're doing like a flip or a rotation the only way to land successfully is by putting your wheels flat 
down on the ground. If you don't, and you're like kind of like semi like leaning a certain way or to the left or like downward or doing like a wheelie type thing and trying to land, you're gonna crash. Mm. So it's like way more strict. My, my my settings on there basically are like hard mode. So this is so. How is it? How is it usually when it when you like go and flip and like land? I mean, I do it that way. I do I do it like with all those controls. I'm saying there's other options if you didn't like that. Basically. Oh, I, I know. I mean, I was meaning like, how is it without those controls? Like without that. Without that, uh, like, land the wheels yourself mode. Oh, uh, they have, like, it's like an auto thing to where, like, if you're, like, let's say you do, like, a half a backflip, it'll finish the backflip for you before you land, kind of. Oh, okay. Uh, obviously, if there's not enough time to, like, correct it before you land, you'll crash still. It's not, like, that forgiving. But you just it, do, like, the world's fastest backflip. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do <laughs> shit like that. But, like, uh, it definitely will, like, correct it if you're close enough. Yeah. So that's, that's the whole point. And I hated that because there would be times where I'm trying to do a flip or do an extra flip or like a late flip and or a rotation and it's just like nope you're safe now you're gonna land like it was just kind of stupid but uh you can also change the tricks to the buttons uh oh. and you can it's called the racer mode where basically all the buttons are the tricks and you can the right stick is now like a camera stick and you can move that around and hmm. look around while you're racing it, it seems the way you had it you have it is like more rewarding like it's, yeah. it's more like a, a technical thing like you gotta know how to how to flip and how to land and how to turn the correct way or else you're going to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like I did 10 minutes ago, whenever I tried to do a flip and my back went 100 miles an hour to a random r- r- boulder. Yeah. <laughs> it just broke every spine, every, every spine in my back. Every spine in your back. <laughs> uh, have you played anything else? Besides that, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. I've been on that a lot lately. I don't know Weird. why. Because... Uh, Darkrai has been a legendary in raids recently, and the shiny rates for legendaries and raids is boosted a lot. So I've been trying to get a shiny Darkrai since it's spooky season. And uh, when and does it, that end? Like spooky season? Um, that. I don't know. Like his raids are still going on, and it's past Halloween, so I have no, I have no idea when it ends. Hmm. But, uh. Either way, just trying to get those done. And also there's like community days where they'll premiere like premiere Pokemon for the month and it'll be for like a day for like a couple hours. And during that time, it's like way boosted shiny rates. So you can catch like a bunch of shiny versions of that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And for November, it's Shinx, which is in, which is going to be in Brilliant Diamond, Shining Diamond, Brilliant Pearl. So and he's a strong electric type. To get it backwards. Brilliant diamond, shining, shining pearl. I'm never gonna get that right. <laughs> I know it's kind of hard. Brilliant diamond, shining. I'm not pearl. even for sure if it's correct. Me trying to correct you. Actually, it is. It is. It is because uh, BDSP is how is like the initials. Oh, okay. Brilliant diamond, uh, shining pearl. But yeah, I, I'll get you one too since uh, Shinx is a. It's like a. It's like a Route One Pokemon in that game, and it's a, it's super powerful, and it looks fucking badass. Is shiny. it like the half blue, half black mm. cat type thing? Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen that. And when it's shiny, it's golden black. Oh, that's sick! It looks fire, man. Some shinies are like so dope looking. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love the Ho Oh one you gave me. Love it, absolutely love the colors. Oh, yeah. That's like golden white instead I, of what golden orange. Uh, or, it's like the shiny is like orange. In in all the other colors, and then the regular one is red, yellow, and green, or red, white, and green. Oh yeah, that's so weird. It's so crazy how they improved the shiny that much. Yeah, like it looks 
so much better. I, I love, and you know what's crazy is there's some shinies that like aren't even noticeable. Um, like oh, I know, <laughs> <laughs> like Gengar's shinies, yeah, or shiny form. It's not. It's like he's a tinge darker or something like that, or a tinge like purplish. Yeah, I think my first like legit shiny I caught was a Bell Sprout, and I don't remember it looking very much any different. Maybe because it's a smaller body, mm-hmm. but I, I remember it popping up, and I just saw the da 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 da, and like the stars happen. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> what game was it's that? happening? <laughs> uh, it was on X and Y. Really? And then I sold my 3ds, and I lost all my Pokemans. That's so crazy! You should you should have let me. You should have let. You should have had me transfer it. Yeah, I had well, my, I, I had my Pokemon games. at the time, I don't think. I don't know why. Like, I don't know what was going on. Maybe I was in like a rush to sell it or something. I, I really mm. don't know. But I absolutely loved Pokemon X. Pokemon X was like one of the best games. We need to have an episode talking about like what is the best Pokemon game and like what makes it different than the others. You know what I'm saying? Like, what mm. makes it shine? Like, have a full on discussion about each Pokemon game and kind of like, dude, hone in on it. You know, I could I could do like two hours on each one, and that's 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 two. That's almost. It's a lot of episodes right there, brother. It does, yeah. But yeah, that's that's funny because that's Pokemon Y is actually where I got my first, where I had my first shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, where I encountered my first shiny was in Black Two, and I fucked it up though because it was a part, a portion of the game where I'm in double, I'm forced to be in double battles with like an NPC. So, uh, oh, when you're in double battles, you encounter two Pokemon in the wild. So one was shiny. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to kill this NPC so they don't target it. And, of course, they target it. And, of course, they kill it in, like, one uh, turn. Nice. Like, are you are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> like, I was so pissed that I played it legit up until that point. I was so pissed that I plugged in my action replay and was like, all right, I'm getting this motherfucker shiny. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I was like, ah, it doesn't count. So I released it. But Oh, nice. But then I caught my first shiny. Uh, or I hatched my first shiny in Pokemon Y. What was that? Uh, it was a Dusk Dusk Skull. It's a the shiny form is actually pretty dope. It's like a little it's like a little skull ghost thing. Uh, and the shiny form it's red. Mm. And I think it's pretty cool. So it's like a, a drastic difference. Yeah, it's like way different. Um, and then in Pokemon Sword. I hatched a shiny Charmander, which was my dream shiny. And after that, mm. I was like, you know what? I'm kind of done hunting shinies. <laughs> until, until you played Sword and Shield, and then they started showering you and all the shinies. Mm-hmm. They fucking give you all the <laughs> shinies. Exploit. Um, so before we touch on the gift ideas that we kind of came up with for this episode, granted, they're not like the top tier or for a specific audience, so they do range. I want to ask you something. What? How was Stranger Things? Oh, we talking about this? Oh, we. Mm-hmm. Um, I could talk about this on this podcast and in my podcast. Uh, well, yeah, we don't have to dive into it too much here. You can just kind of give me like a a small review of what you thought. So, I, I'll I'll give you a review uh, overview of like each season so far, with no should I do no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. No spoilers. Okay. Uh, season one was fantastic. It had me hook hooked from the first episode i watched the first episode like years ago when i tried to give it a try and for some reason i couldn't get past the D D shit and it lost me there at the beginning yeah <laughs> it, it, well just like i have the a short hell? attention span so like it just lost me for some reason but 
once I stuck through this uh, for the first episode, the like the rest of the episode was fucking lit, and I was so confused on how this like passed my attention. Um, it's like so many interesting characters and the child actors are fucking killing it. And there's so many related, re- relatable characters overall. And it captures the eighties, uh, perfectly. And just how helpless, how helpless of a feeling it is being a kid and tackling a fucking alien monster, mm-hmm. which I loved. And, uh, overall the first season was not my favorite, but it was amazing. I love the theme of that, like the the retro '80s style, you know. Yeah. The synth, synth music and mm. uh, how everybody's dressed and how like all the words they're saying. I, I absolutely love it. You, you know what someone pointed out was it's uh, very. It feels like a Stephen King story because a lot of his stories mm. focus on yeah. kids in uh, helpless positions, like it. Yeah. You know, where they're faced with a supernatural monster. And that kind of made me appreciate it even more because I, I love Stephen King movies and, and stories. So mm-hmm. um, overall, that season was fucking great. And I could not wait to watch the second season. And I think the second season is my favorite simply because it takes the first season and fucking doubles it uh, and like expounds on thing or expands on things that I wanted to see more of, like relationships in that show, um, character dynamics. Uh, just like world building a little bit more, which season three did a great job of. And I can't remember what the villain was. Oh yeah, I do remember what the It'd villain a spoiler. was. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think of it? And what do you think of season three? I thought, uh, what I think of, oh yeah. For season two, I thought it was better than season one and my favorite season probably. And season three, I thought it was super good. Um, I would probably put it, like right under season one and that's not to say it's bad at all it's just like season one is season one where it, it's amazing and it, and it it uh like ignites a story that's so encapturing and it grabs your attention instantly and then season two which you know just a, a better version of it but season three had its own ups and downs and overall i thought it was fucking great and i love the world building world building they did in season three yeah we'll have to we'll have to do like a because I've been saying lately, fuck it. Let's just do reviews of things that have already happened. Uh, so yeah. I did a Ted Lasso uh, season one review with Jim on Monday. And I'm doing, I think, one over the weekend with him again for season two. Season two is new, but season one had already happened like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, I, you know, if, if they're like timeless and people are still getting into them or the seasons are still going, then it doesn't hurt anything to do a review on like old stuff, you know. So I might just do maybe before season four comes out. It's mm. season four, right? Yes, season four is the next one. When's that come out? Uh, next year, so at some point. All right. So like the the weeks before, we'll do like reviews on it. Bet. All right. So uh, and we'll do that episode by episode thing. Mm. So, uh, do you want some of this? Yes, I do. And also, I have an idea. Is this uh, what is this pudding? Mm-hmm. Um, I have an idea for you too. You, you can play bad games and review them too. Because I, I one thing I love whenever I um, like listen to other video game content producers is like hearing their takes on bad games and like why a game fails mm-hmm. with what it has. And, uh, it was just like a quick little idea. I, I no, no. Yeah. Good. It's a great idea. I just can't think of many bad games I play, <laughs> but, uh, 
That's a great idea, actually. We'll, we'll do that sometime. I'll put it on the back burner on the, the very, very small list of things. It'll probably be Tuesday's episode, no my luck. So <laughs> we wanted to go over today about some holiday gift ideas, basically things that you can get your loved one, your friend, your brother, your family, whatever it is. And uh, it's just going to be a bunch of ideas ranging from games to hardware. And we're going we're just gonna to take turns talking about them. It's a, uh, you know, it's a hard time to shop for people this year. And obviously, you know, a lot of people are going through different things. So I don't know your budget. I will say some of these things are, I would say each one's over like $60. That's all I was thinking. Maybe we can toss some things in that aren't so expensive. Uh, I mean, obviously there's like nerd stuff at GameStop. If you wanted to get some, some collectible stuff, you know, some action figures, some, uh, yeah. Yeah. Stands of shit. Yeah. Yeah, Like, yeah. Stuff like that. Or, um, make something craft crafty or like go to Etsy and get something like that. They have a bunch of cheap stuff on there. Uh, you can get like, uh, you can get. I don't even know how to describe it. You can get all kinds of like sorts of arts and crafts. You can get like posters and custom art and like actually things to hang around your house, like decorations and kind of make it more gamer themed. If you wanted, uh, not that corny stuff that's like all in GameStop, <laughs> like yeah. a gaming controller mug or you know nothing dumb like that. Anyways. So just figure out the game they like and kind of do that route if you wanted something a little cheaper than what's on this list. But let's get right into it, starting with number one, which is I want to put a slash to this because it kind of is both relevant to the day. And that is Call of Duty Vanguard, which comes out today, and Forza Horizon 5, which comes out today. So these are both games. So like Vanguard is Call of Duty. Of course, it's just a... Uh, we went into a last episode on why it's appealing, what makes Call of Duty interesting. So if you want to get like way deeper into Call of Duty, go check out last episodes because I dove into it for like 20 minutes straight. Uh, so there's that. But with that being said, Call of Duty, as, as long as you know who you're shopping for, let's say like a, a teenager or somebody who plays shooting games naturally, mm. it's the newest one. I mean, it's even if they kind of don't want it, it might be something that they can kind of dive into and find something that they like out of it. Because Call of Duty, like I said in the last episode, has three pillars, campaign, multiplayer, and zombies, which you can kind of dive into different ways. Forza is a racing game, uh, so it's all ages, and it is getting 10s out the fucking ass. Is it? Crazy, yes. Like getting 10s and 9.5s and 9s like crazy right now so people are saying this game might be game of the year possibly like a contender yeah which is insane uh no one really would really expect that i've always thought like and i've preached it on the podcast that every time these forza games come out the content is there you have hours and hours of content you have hundreds of cars you have this big ass map to kind of go do whatever you want with tons of events uh so your value is like always there and you have an online mode you have a crew mechanic where you can team up with people, drop in, drop out multiplayer pretty much. You have um, an unlock system, a battle pass style system type thing, and then custom games, all kinds of shit. It's like endless fun, and uh, this one apparently is the best one, and hopefully, I, honestly, I kind of am championing it for Game of the Year. I kind of hope it does get its chance to do that, because most of these games that come out like this, like Forza... For example, like for uh, using this as an example, this game doesn't really come out and go game of the year material. Yeah. Um, but if it's doing the flat out best of what it needs to do in a year where, yes, there were great games like Returnal, Metro Dread, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 8, all kinds of stuff. When there's in a year with all, all this other stuff out, 
it is in contention. It's not a it's not a shoe in, but it is interesting to see it getting high scores and being widely praised because, in my opinion, I think last year or I guess the last one they made. I don't know if it was last year. I think it was two years ago. Uh, Forza Horizon Four should be very very close to what this game is. This game is just the same, but like better looking, fine, finely tuned, and apparently the map is just even like ten times better than the last map and bigger. So. It's the best overall package for Forza Horizon ever. And if you kind of want that experience or if you want to gift that experience to anybody, it's kind of hard to fight against that. It's it's a, it's a overwhelming value and it's part of Game Pass. So uh, you don't really even have to gift it. Uh, we can kind of tie this game in. It was kind of like a late minute, last minute shoe in onto Vanguard, but it kind of goes into one of our other suggestions that we'll get to in a minute. But uh, And it's free on Game Pass, right? Yep. And that's kind of related. Dude, uh, yeah, that's kind of related. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. All right, uh, so on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you got? All right, so the next one. What did I write down? I forgot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the next one is... Um, actually, I'll talk about talk about my second one since it kind of relates to... Uh, yeah, go and dive in. That makes sense. Uh, so the, the next one I had was any kind of membership deal, whether it be Nintendo <laughs> Service Online, WoW, PlayStation, Xbox, anything like that, I feel like that's a very acceptable gift, especially with all the holiday deals that usually come out around this time, Black Friday, et cetera, et cetera. They usually have some sort of deal on one-year memberships. Uh, I was able to get my hands on one, and it is a very acceptable gift because the the bitch of paying $10 a month, like for what? Say you have a, you know all three. Yeah, that's easily at least thirty dollars. That's way more than thirty dollars now. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Like with Nintendo Service Online increasing the price, mm-hmm. uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate that being fifteen dollars adds up really quick. So if you if you have a gamer friend, buy them a fucking year membership, and they will thank you so hard because yeah. I, I was we were we were what. We were able to get our hands on one, and it was well worth it. Yeah, and even if like it's something they don't really need right now, it's still like a sixty dollar charge that we'll have to pay at the end of that year eventually. So you're still mm-hmm. saving their ass. Like uh, I was gifted it recently. Like uh, I think it was like on my birthday last year or something. Or no, I think it was Christmas last year. Uh, and now, I mean, with that added on the things I had already gotten from other people, and I bought in some other memberships when they were on sale. I have currently like two years on PlayStation and mm-hmm. I, I love not having to worry about that. You're getting constant games with the service and you're not having to worry about paying like over and over or anything. Yeah. Uh, another hot thing is with the release of Halo and Forza coming out this year, you might want to consider Xbox Game Pass. Obviously, Game Pass Ultimate is 15 a month, like Jay said. Uh, and then you have a three-month subscription that costs 45 15 15 15 And then... It's currently, I know right now, as of this recording, is on sale on Amazon for 37 So you're saving like, what is that, Third, or uh, 8 bucks? Something saving like 8 that, bucks, yeah. yeah. So you're saving a little money off of it, which is good in the long run, seeing that that's like half of a month. So uh, definitely look out for deals. And then on top of that, like I said, if they have a Switch, or like you said, sorry, uh, if they have a Switch and you want to get them into that next gen, or not next gen, what the fuck am I saying? <laughs> the last, last, the fucking early gens mm-hmm. of uh, N64 and Sega Genesis and the Animal Crossing DLC. Twenty, I think it's, what is it? 
It is $50 for a year of that. If they have a membership, you can get it prorated. You would just have to go on their console and figure out all that, but that's also an option. And then you also said, or I don't think you mentioned it, but wow. You yeah, said wow. that off, off uh, mic. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, definitely wow. is a, If they're really into wow, like I was and like I will be. Damn, that's another that's another good gift idea for me. See, there you go. Uh, I'm adding a month of WoW as a gift idea for my Christmas Christmas list. And if you're addicted to WoW like I am, then maybe look into it. Because they're coming out with new content. They're not coming out with that season of mastery shit. Um, I don't I don't think I talked about it on this podcast, but like it's pretty much their blizzard, you know, in the panicked state that they're they are in right now. Um they're like, you know what? Let's just fucking re-release classic again. <laughs> yeah, they're well, pretty much they're 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 releasing new servers out that are from classic again, but with different changes. It's called the season of mastery, but it's it's really like faster XP gain. Uh, so it's just like classic WoW on crack. Pretty much, yeah. It's it's and and uh, I think content's still going to be stagnated. Like it was, but maybe a shorted amount of time. There's talks of a hardcore uh, character mm-hmm. option, which that that's like the only the like most original idea they have in the, in this coming ship. But like overall, it's stupid. And guess what? I'm stupid too because I'm gonna I'm gonna probably buy it. So you so basically, WoW or any other uh, membership of what they're doing could be Final Fantasy. It could be any mm-hmm. any RP MMORPG. Um, so yeah, let me see that. Yeah. Because I already forgot mine. <laughs> I forgot uh, mine too. The idea I had for the next option was the Xbox Elite Controller Series 2. With the uh, inclusion of Forza and Halo, like I said, for this holiday uh, holiday uh, season, this controller is like undeniably one of the best controllers ever made. Uh, I wish it kind of had the dual sense features of haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. But without that, you still get haptic feedback in the triggers. And that's the same thing that the stock Xbox controller has. But with this, it's made out of metal and rubber. And it's fucking a solid unit. It's heavier. It's got a rechargeable battery built in. It's got panels on the back. Um, honestly, that's I think that's most of the features. I don't think there's much. Oh, yeah, you can swap out the sticks and actually change the tension on them to make them tighter or looser. And uh, it's mainly used for, like, pro players. But... If you kind of like map out your your shifting, for example, on Forza to the paddles, it feels like you're driving a real car. Just boom, boom, boom. You're hitting that. It feels natural. Maybe not like a real car. Um, and then if you maybe map it to like the A button or uh, a reload button for shooters like um, like Halo, you can kind of jump and reload without having to move your finger off the stick, making it way more like competitive. You'll have like an edge, and it's just overall like an amazing controller to own. It's a little bit pricey. But it's a solid gift for anybody who owns an Xbox. I'm sure they would appreciate having that piece of tech in their life. It's kind of like a very um, satisfying thing to own once you actually have it in your hands. Yeah, uh, Definitely get some type of protection on it because I did have one that had drift before. Maybe that was a, a, a lemon, but just want to give you a warning that get some protection on it. It is expensive hardware. You might need it. Uh, and that's that. Jay, go on to your next through. You know what? This gift idea that I'm about to tell you, you lovely listeners, it's going to blow your pants off. And uh, you you probably know what, what I'm about to say because it's a video game I really like and a series that's coming out with 
three games total. It's Pokemon. Get your loved one who only plays Animal Crossing a Pokemon game, and they will fall in love. Uh, I was thinking of doing the same. Uh, maybe not, though. But either way, that's what I'm, I'm putting on my Christmas list is d- definitely Pokemon. They're coming out with Diamond and Pearl remakes and this this month. Mm-hmm. End of this month. Comes out the 19th, I believe. Yeah, the, the 19th. Two weeks. Uh, two weeks into this month. And those are coming out, and that's going to be fucking lit. I'm already prepping for, you know, I got shiny Pokemon on the back burner waiting to be transferred over. And then they got the new Arceus game that's coming out with new kinds of forms of Pokemon already. They came out with Zoroark and Zorua. I think you're losing the topic already. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're talking about holiday games. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Right, well, if you want to get them like a post-holiday gift, then wait for our, the Arceus game because that comes out in late January. That is true. I mean, that's another topic, too, entirely, like something we can toss in. Pre-orders. You can oh, get yeah. pre-order a game. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of stuff coming out in 2022 that they can pre-order for their, their people. Like Elden Ring, they just showed a 15-minute trailer today about Elden Ring. I still haven't watched it because I'm trying to go in. Not blind, but I'm trying to go in to this network test next weekend um, without having any of that spoiled. And I don't, I don't know if any of that's spoiled on there, but if I'm going to play it in a week, I'm not going to watch this one. Uh, but I hear it showed great. Everybody I saw loved it. So I, I really want to... Uh, I, I still need to sign up for that, by the way. I might need your help. It might be it. too late, but we'll, we'll look into it after this. Okay. Uh, and then outside of pre-orders, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl is a great value. I think... Uh, it's all ages, obviously. You can mm-hmm. kind of cover the whole gamut as long as you have a Switch. Uh, it is a remake, so there is a fan base for it. Uh, and there's also a lot of people like me that have never played Dominant Pearl. So there's a big market there, and you can kind of satisfy a lot of boxes by just getting that. Uh, and it's just it's hard to deny a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, uh, it's coming out near Black Friday. So don't expect it to go on sale because... With oh, it being no. that close, it's going to be full price. Yeah, it's they're not going to drop their game at like a cheaper price randomly. And and it's Nintendo too. They're not going to drop that shit yeah. for anything. Yeah, they they're just now dropping like Breath. Of, you'll be lucky to find Breath of the Wild on sale this this summer, this winter. Yeah, this spring, this fall. Uh, and the next option, and we'll kind of speed this up a little bit. Uh, we can actually do your other one next, just to kind of close it out, because the other one I had fits into the last topic. So. Uh, you had GTA Trilogy. Yup. Uh, slap that GTA Trilogy on that GameStop counter, and your uh, GameStop clerk will celebrate and throw his fists in the air because he's mm. so excited that you bought that game. Very relatable. I think uh, <laughs> I think GTA Trilogy is a great idea. It's a old classic. A lot of people, maybe a lot of people don't even know it's being remastered. I know like a lot of the gamer community does. Um but I know a lot of people kind of use this as a, at least if you're like me, you use the GTA games kind of like a podcast game, wink, wink. That is like, you know, something you kind of play with something in the background, music or a podcast, whatever. Um, and having these like classics remastered is kind of worth it. I will say that there are some spread out. They're like, you can get uh, San Andreas on Game Pass. So I don't know about the value there. It depends on what you're looking for, but uh, I feel like a lot of people know GTA. It's kind of like well known mm. enough to to satisfy some people if they were to get it. Yeah, it's it, it has something for everybody. And long story short, it's only ten dollars. Uh, actually, it's five dollars, and it comes out tomorrow. So just you know, go ahead and buy it. 
Okay. So next up That's is not true. I was there. We go. There we go. I want the truth. I want the truth out of you. <laughs> uh, I know you weren't gonna let that sit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't correct me, so I was like, oh well, now I gotta fucking. Uh, uh. And we'll wrap this episode up with the last topic, and that is a two-parter. First part is next-gen consoles. Uh, Nintendo Switch OLED. I talked about it recently on how great it is. If you want to know why you should get that, just go check out the review I gave it and the three-week update I gave on the last episode. Also. The PS5, we talk about it all the time, and every every game I play is on PS5 mostly. And then the Xbox, like I said, is revving up for the holiday season, so Halo and Forza, two of the biggest franchises are coming out. Mm-hmm. And Halo's multiplayer is already shining in the, in the network tests they were doing, and Forza is getting tens now, like I said. So all the more reason to go ahead and get a Series X. If you can, obviously there's a big asterisk against all this stuff. If you can get your hands on any of these consoles, that's great, but I know it's like very hard to get that. I know they even came out and said there's not going to be a lot of stock this winter. So, like, you're lucky to get any of this. But highly recommend if you can get your hand or if you see any of these items anywhere, get it. Because it's whoever you get it for will be 100% happy. And, and resale is going to go up like fucking crazy. Yeah. So, even if they have one already, you, you could just sell it. And then, yeah. Um, then on top of that was people who own PlayStation 5s. If you know anybody who owns a PlayStation 5 you want to get them a gift, get them the SSD. There's an M.2 SSD storage expansion that gives them more gigabytes for more games to download. Um, I would definitely look up a, a Google search on like what is compatible because not every M.2 storage is compatible with the console. But you can just look up PS5 M.2 storage and you'll find a bunch. Um, this is basically a way because it uses a special memory unit um, to where it kind of needs the specific write, read-write speed to perform with the system. So basically what I'm saying is you need a specific type of card. I would look it up before you buy it, but it is a godsend. It's a little bit expensive. It's around like 100 plus, um, 120 plus really. And, but if you get it, I'm sure anybody you get it for would love you for it. Also, the expansion cards for Xbox, they just announced a couple bigger sizes. So... That's also an option. It's the same concept, but they have like straight from Microsoft if you wanted to buy those. And uh, that's that's really been it. Yep. That's the holiday gift guide for X Button Podcast. Treat your loved ones this season. Go get them a PS5. You know what's funny is when you're like, if you have a, if you have a PS5, there's some for you. I thought you were about to say, <laughs> if you have a PS5, get your loved one, give your loved one your PS5. Hmm. You can also do that. Yeah, uh, that's also an option, I guess. And then write into the podcast and let us know how that goes when you do it, yeah. if you do it. Um, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here, Jay. No problem. Thank you for being here. And I will see you guys on Monday.